0: Tosha and you're listening to the Supernova Tosha show podcast, the show that addresses social issues and how it affects our community. Today we are going to be discussing ownership of womanhood. Well, what's hotter than Las Vegas weather? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. There is currently a heated debate surrounding cis women and trans women, which has led to calls for the cancellation of comedian Jess Hilarious. This controversy arose when Jess Hilarious responded to a trans woman who states that while women experience womanhood, they do not exclusively own it. So I ask of you to view this video with an open mind, and uh, please indulge me with your honest opinions. I'm gonna go ahead and and show you the footage. So uh, look at the video and you'll see how it all starts. Go ahead.
1: I mean, when the transphobia just comes out, the audacity and just the 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 arrogance for cis women to believe that they own periods that they own womanhood you don't okay you don't own periods you don't own womanhood you experience both and both are different for every person but as a cis woman it doesn't belong to you
0: y'all you can't even have periods no more bro how dare we how dare we, as biological women, think that we own the rights to menstruation? How dare we, with our ovaries and uterus
1: and fallopian tubes, think that we claim ownership to the experience of menstruating? Y'all, they say about that. Y'all, this get crazy.
0: This get crazy.
1: This is what I mean when the transphobia just comes out—the audacity and just the 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 arrogance for cis women to believe that they own. people.
0: So this is how it all started. Um, this um transgender woman. Okay, so the terms um sort of get me. So I got. I want to make sure that I I get them correct and that you follow along. So a. Person that's born a woman is being referred to as a cisgender, right? Cis or, or cis woman, sorry, cis woman. And um, someone that was biologically born a man but is now transitioning into a woman is called a trans woman. So cis women are biological women and trans women are men uh, transitioning into, into a woman. And um, so this is where this, it started where this, um, this person um, in the video is a transgender activist. Um, I'm unsure of what the, you know, what uh, this person is attempting to convey because I don't understand the moral of the message. I really don't um this is a person that uh may just be seeking a viral moment to milk it for their 15 minutes of fame that's really what i think it is but you know according to what i personally experience and what other women with you know whom i'm related to my friends my associates um in addition to medical news today transgender women do not experience um typical menstruation as we do, as biological women do. However, they may experience physical and emotional symptoms similar to premenstrual syndrome, PMS, or um, uh, PMDD, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So basically, very, 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 very painful, <laughs> discomfort, cramping, um, emotional issues, all of that. They may get it, but that's because, you know, these symptoms could be a result of gender affirming uh, treatments such as hormone therapy or, um, you know, which can induce effects similar to PMS or PMDD. Uh, this is important to note that research on this topic is currently very limited. So, um All they have to do is stop taking the hormone therapy and they go back to not having these issues with PMS or PMDD. So they have options as a biological woman, as a biological woman, you don't. Now, um, I want to show you the video of comedian Just Hilarious. And um, so this is how it started with the, the activist saying what she said. And now Just Hilarious is responding. So let's go ahead and roll that video with Just Hilarious responding to the trans- transgender activist.
1: Up For us, <laughs> who the fuck stands up for us? And us, I mean women, real women, biological women, women who were born with all the parts that you guys wish that you were. Um, when does the delusion stop? What is the difference between um, you and someone who has been um, diagnosed to be mentally insane. What's the, the only difference is you don't have a straight jacket on. Stop talking out your fucking ass. Wake up. How are you projecting your anger on real women? Because we are the gatekeepers. We are the gatekeepers for periods. We're the only one that fucking bleed, honey. We're the only ones that can give birth. We make y'all people. We make y'all. Y'all come from us. You can't be us. You will never. You're chasing something you'll never, ever get. You'll never be that. the fuck is going to stand up for us?
0: <laughs> so that was the response um, that Jess Hilarious, the comedian, Uh, She's responding to that video that came out. Now, in my observation of Jess Hilaris' video, I personally do not support the idea of canceling her. So I'm not canceling her for, you know, what she believes in. I I certainly believe that individuals should have the freedom to express their opinions as protected by the First Amendment. Um, Just like the activist Jess Hilaris is entitled to share her thoughts openly. And um, I would like to address the the specific part where Jess mentions um, the distinction between someone who is diagnosed as mentally insane and oneself, highlighting the absence of a straight jacket. Well, in my perspective, the individual is highlighting the presence of undiagnosed mental health conditions such as body dysmorphia and body dysphoria among transgender individuals now amongst transgender individuals they have something also that's called gender dysphoria refers to the internal conflict or psychological distress experienced by individuals who identify with a gender different from their assigned biological gender at birth there is a manual of mental disorder that suggests that gender dysphoria itself is not mental illness or disorder yet It goes to list symptoms of gender dysphoria. The symptoms of gender dysphoria can include anxiety arising from a profound dissatisfaction with one's body, a strong desire to alter or remove primary sex characteristics, and other manifestations such as sadness, low self-esteem, a desire to modify secondary sex characteristics, and I'll repeat. It is crucial to understand that gender dysphoria is not a mental illness or disorder. Now, after reading what I read, with all the symptoms and everything that goes along with it, it sounds very much mental disorder-ish. I'm just saying. Now, another person joined in and went after Just Hilarious. This person is T.S. Madison, a commentator, trans woman, and transgender activist. T.S. is saying that Just made a blanket statement suggesting that all transgender people need to be in a straight jacket and argues that many cisgender women who are mistaken for transgender women, um, <clears throat> you know, that's where their anger stems from. Um, and the reason why she made that statement is also because um, there was someone someone that sent a message to Jess Hilarious that thought that Jess was a transgender woman. And she's not, she's a biological woman. Um, but uh, T.S. Madison suggests that women that are often mistaken for transgender uh, get angry over this. Um, that's her opinion. And she's entitled to her opinion. They believe that the anger is displaced and suggest removing the label of cisgender and transgender and simply using the term woman. However, the issue with this argument is that the biological women are born with two X-chromosomes, one from the mother, one from the father, while males are born with an X-chromosome and a Y-chromosome. The ability to alter one's appearance through procedures such as laser hair removal, breast augmentation, genital reconstruction, um, or genital reassignment, hormone therapy, and wearing feminine clothing does not change one's does not change one's biological sex. While someone may look like a woman and emulate feminine characteristics, it does not make you a biological woman. It does make you a woman. Um, you are a trans woman. And, you know, you should be known as such. There are experiences that are very, very unique to biological women, such as undergoing pap smears, cerv- cervical biopsies, transvaginal ultrasounds, and dealing with menstrual cycles, body changes specific to, that are specific to biological women, uh, cervical cysts, fibroids, fibromyalgia, endometriosis, and the challenges of pregnancy and childbirth. Additionally, there are hormone hormonal changes, body changes, and potential complications such as ectopic pregnancies, stillbirth, miscarriages, and C-section. If you haven't, <clears throat> if you haven't dealt with any of these, then I know you can say that um, you know, putting on wigs and nails and everything, and changing your body parts makes you a woman, but this is what biological, these things are what biological women deal with. And, um, you know, you're never going to experience, one thing I have to say is, (laughs) as a biological woman, and I don't know if any of y'all have ever had this, but the experience of every month on the calendar, tracking your cycle on the calendar, so you know exactly when your cycle is coming. And then, you know, you plan that 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 girls day out or that brunch date or whatever it is, and you know, you're fully dressed and all white or all pink or whatever. You're wearing your your best, your best best, and looking your very best. And then all of a sudden you feel something moist, <laughs> and next thing you know, your cycle has started early. And you either messed up your clothing, messed up your car, or whatever it is. Um it's it's a horrific experience, and um, I'm sure every woman you know has experienced something um, to that to that effect. That is, it is a horrific feeling. There's just some things that are unique to women that if you haven't experienced it, you can't you cannot relate. So, um, you know, I just want to get into also when it says. Um, to to menopause and having to deal with night sweats and hot flashes, vaginal dryness, atrophy, insomnia, mood changes, loss of libido and low energy. Um, These are all experiences specific to biological women. There's a lot of experiences that a transgender woman will never be able to um, go through. So we do own our periods and we do own our womanhood. We do own it. When you go through this, these experiences, it's something that you own. Now, throughout history, biological women have faced discrimination and had to fight for their rights and represented in various fields. Biological women have made significant contributions as leaders in Congress, executives, CEOs, business owners, lawyers, judges, physicians, Um astronauts, engineers, and even the vice president of the United States. All of that, we had to fight for the just to be in the positions where we are now. It is important to acknowledge that biological women have played a crucial role in the creation of life on earth. And as we are the ones who carry and give birth to children, this is something that a transgender woman cannot experience. And it's not fair for transgender women to direct their anger and and resentment towards biological women as we did not create this world but we were given it and as the late great rapper and and tupac you know he has a song that's called uh keep your head up and i the line that i love the the best is when he says you know um and since we all came from a woman got our name from a woman got our game from a woman I wonder why we take from our women, why we rape our women. Do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women, to be real to our women. And if we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. It's a rap song to some, but to most, especially the ones who know that Tupac was a legacy of uh, the Black Panthers, To me, this is prophecy as we are now encountering the race of babies who hate the ladies. Now, there was a divide and conquer, right? The Willie Lynch syndrome, divide and conquer. That's the strategy, the strategy, I can't say that word. Well, I'm not canceling Just Hilarious, her delivery. You may not like her delivery. You may not like how she said what she said, but, um, you know she stands firm in her convictions, and it is important to respect and value biological women. We all came from women, and we owe them our existence. That's it. Transgender women should not seek to take everything from biological women. They already take our mannerisms, they take our fashion sense, they take our walk, um, they take the fact that you know they can adorn themselves with jewelry and other accessories. You know do not take our identity and um we do we do have ownership of womanhood and besides that we won't allow you to take it from us we own it it's ours you can't deny us of our ownership of womanhood this argument is illogical and it disregards the unique experiences and contributions of biological women if you ever um look i want you to look up a case right it's it's buck versus bell 1927 Um, This was the permitting of compulsory sterilization. The reason why I brought this up is that this is another experience that women had to go through. Um, Basically, uh, this was a 14 year old girl who had gotten pregnant. Someone had raped her. No one believed her. They locked her up in an insane asylum because her mom was also locked up and they didn't judge her based upon her doings, but based upon her mother. And because she was raped, got pregnant. Now they want to lock her up and forcibly have her sterilized. So we had, we've been fighting. We've been fighting for our lives. We've been fighting for our womanhood. We've we've been fighting for our bodies to control our own bodies. So we're not going to be denied of our womanhood. That's something that you guys never, a transgender woman Never had these experiences. You don't have to fight for it. You never had to. So you just don't come in and tell us that, hey, you don't own womanhood because we do. Now, in the healthcare industry, there's a shortage of practitioners who specialize in serving the uh, transgender community. And um, this can be particularly challenging in emergency situations where immediate medical uh, intervention is required and the patient may not be able to communicate. Now, I'm bringing this up because it's that's a it's a very important decision when you when you decide that you're going to now transition from a man into a woman because you want to be um, known as a woman. You're changing your identity. You're doing everything. I always thought, um, what if you're in a situation, an emergency situation where you're, tran- you're a transgender woman, you're living your life as a woman, you've changed your name, you've you know altered your parts. <clears throat> And for some reason, you know, you're home, you're experiencing pain. The pain is too much. You know, you're talking to 911, you give them your name, they send medic to your house. And um, right before they get there, you pass out, you hit your head. Now you're unconscious. Or if you don't even fall and pass out, you're just unconscious. Now you're unable because the pain is so great. They grab you, they take you, you know, if you're, you're alone, they're going to, you know, the first thing they tell you to do on a 911 call is leave the door unlocked. So now medic comes, medic comes, gets you, they take you to the ER. The first thing they're going to do is they see you as a woman, right? They take you in, they're going to treat you as a woman. They're going to do blood work. They're going to rule out pregnancy, miscarriage, a busted tube, or, you know, whatever it is that, you know, these things are associated with being a biological woman only to find out later on that, you know, you had like pains from prostate cancer and it has now metastasized, it's spread, but because you were unable to speak, unable to communicate and you've changed your body parts. And I can just see like a huge complication and confusion going. And that's just one of the situations, but they really do have a lack of healthcare workers to treat transgender. So, um, not dictating, not dictating to you how to live your life, but if this is something that you want to do, you definitely want to think it through and think of all the pros and the cons before you start altering yourself. It's important for transgender women who impose restrictions on biological women on what we can own and what we cannot own to consider the serious implications, especially in the healthcare settings. Now, the term cis woman refers to a person who identifies with the gender they were assigned with at birth. And this term may be unfamiliar or uncomfortable to many biological women, including myself. It's not a it's not a term that I use to describe me or anyone I know. Um, it's a new word, it's a new vocabulary and I'm not going to conform to it. I'm not a cis woman. Um a woman. I was born a girl. I grew into a woman. And now uh, growing into being a soft lady. So, um, that's it. I speak to my, I speak for myself that, um, the term cis woman is intended to diminish my value and my contrib- my contribute, my contributions to society, each person's gender identity and their journey, they're unique, and it's important to respect and acknowledge individual experiences. And, That's all I have to say on that. So to my loyal family, the Supernova Show podcast can be heard on these apps such as Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. If you have a newer device, you may find it on Google Podcasts. The goal is to be on the 10 best podcasts to listen to list. So please share, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and spread the word. I am so very grateful for your time. Thanks for being attentive. I appreciate your presence. Be careful, be safe, and walk good. Peace and be still.